The Rambam, Maimonides, a great 12th century Kabbalist, wrote that thousands of years ago, when humanity was deep in idol worship, one man couldn't go with the flow. His name was Abraham, and today we know him as Abraham the Patriarch. Abraham pondered and searched until he found the truth, that the world had only one leader. When he discovered this, he realized he had uncovered life's eternal truth and ran to share it with the world. To clarify his message, he developed a method that helped him explain his perceptions more clearly. Since then, the world has had a method that reveals this truth. Today, this method is as valid as it was then, and we call it the wisdom of Kabbalah. Stage 1 In chapter 1 of his book, The Mighty Hand, Maimonides described how there was a time when people knew that there was only one force governing the world. He explained that after some time, due to a prolonged spiritual decline, they all forgot it. Instead, people believed that there were many forces in the world, each with its own responsibilities. Some forces were responsible for food provision, some were meant to help us marry more successfully, and some were in charge of keeping us wealthy and healthy. But one man, whom we know as Abraham, noticed that all these forces obeyed the same rules of birth and death, budding and withering. To discover what those rules were, he began to study nature. Abraham's research taught him that there was really only one force, and everything else was only a partial manifestation of it. This was stage one of the spiritual evolution of humanity. Perhaps one of the best-known Native American traditions is the Council Circle. Here, the members sit in a circle, each member expressing a different aspect of the same issue. Similarly, Abraham didn't want to see things only from his perspective. He wanted to see through everyone's eyes, and thus discover the one force that made different people see different things. Once Abraham discovered this truth, he began to spread the word. Challenged by having to explain a concept that contradicted everything his contemporaries believed, Abraham was forced to develop a teaching method that would help him reveal this concept to them. This was a prototype of the teaching method we now call Kabbalah, from the Hebrew word lekabal, to receive. Today, Kabbalah teaches us how to discover the force that guides us, and in doing so, receive infinite joy and pleasure. We will talk about Abraham's discovery in greater detail later in the book, but we should mention here that the essence of his discovery is that the universe is obeying a force of love and giving. This force is what Abraham and all the prophets in the Bible call the Creator. When biblical figures speak of the Creator or the Lord or God, they speak not of a being, but of a force of love and giving, and how they perceive it. If we keep this in mind, we will find the method of Kabbalah very clear and easy to understand. Abraham's discovery was no coincidence. It arrived just in time to counter an outbreak of egoism and selfishness that threatened to destroy both the love and unity among people and between humankind and the Creator. This unity was a natural way of life for humanity prior to the time of the Tower of Babel. This is what the Bible means by 
and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Genesis chapter 11 verse 1 Everyone knew about the Creator, the force of love and giving, and all were united with it. People experienced it as part of their lives, and they didn't need to work on their unity as is done today, because no egoism was setting them apart. This is why the Bible writes that they were of one language and one speech. But as soon as people's egoism began to develop, they wanted to use their unity for their own benefit. This prompted the Creator's concern. Put differently, the force of love had to act to counter humankind's egoism-caused separation.